does he have rug burn on his head or is the strap leaving marks on his ears? 17% beer. Can you go get one more beer? Oh, I spilt my drink. Wait, I forgot to tell you. I'm doomed. This isn't good at all. <laughs> I love you, Chris. You make me feel so good about my life. And he makes me feel so bad about mine. Is Wayne having sex? Like, what the fuck is going on over there? No, he'd have been back already. <laughs> this is a secret ingredient. Want to know what it is? She is offering you candy, but maybe she has poison. What's come out of your mouth now? No, 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 no. No absolutes. We talked about this. Oh, red flag replay. Like a little jingle jingle, right? feel like I need a sanity roll. And I'm going to take a personal pause here. Rugburn on my head is my favorite, though. It's a good one. Hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. This is our actual play, homebrew Call of Cthulhu show, written by our keeper, where the story is created collaboratively in the moment. If you enjoy what we do here and would like to support the show, a great way to do so is to grab a copy of our module. It's called The Snake's Oil. Is set in season one of this show with characters and NPCs from that timeline. You can find it at DriveThruRPG. Another way to support us is on Patreon. There are some great rewards there and it will really help us. You can find us at patreon.com slash under the library, or you can find both of those things at underthelibrary.com slash support. And if you are looking for some actionable tips on how you can get more story-driven and less rules-dependent in your own role-playing game, check out our other show. It's called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. With that, let's start a show. My name's Arthur, and for at least one more week, I am playing Buddy. We are back to a full house tonight. I am joined by Scott as Eddie. Chris is Pappy, Emily is Joe, Rick is Sam, and Wayne is playing Sister B. And as always, our keeper is Michael. Michael, take it away. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, Under the Library is a Call of Cthulhu horror, top, horror tabletop RPG, and as such has themes of body horror and blood, possibly cannibalism anytime Rick's here, uh, allusions to stalking, Animal hunting and harvesting, or anything else in that. Uh oh, did I? Apparently, self cannibalism is a thing with Rick now. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> we don't even want to go there. <laughs> All right, uh, and uh, this week could turn out to be a pretty intense episode, so keep that in mind. Mm. And uh, if you put on cowboy boots to watch your western movies, you're probably in the right place. I don't know. Anyway, with that, I'll just hand it off to Emily. Why does the See, keeper now, already know it's going to be an intense episode? Right. If, if it was barefoot with the cowboy <laughs> boots, then maybe that might be a little weird. I don't know. Okay. So last week, Eddie and Buddy arrived at the gas station. Eddie gets a tongue lashing from his superior. Buddy slips off to investigate. He is conscripted by an agent to move tanks out from under the gas station. He tries to hide one in the back room, makes an unexpected discovery. Sam arrives home, and as he tries to remove the deer from the back of his truck, he has a vision. Eventually, he goes to bed still dirty and covered with blood and fights with his wife in the morning. 
He promises he'll be home more in the future, but today, or that day, he headed to the mechanic to have his truck fixed. At Richard's house, Joe came upstairs after her sleepless night and shared her vision with Sister B, who promised to help her if Joe would first show her where Richard died. They talk about Bloodstone because uh, Joe had discovered that in the, where did she? Oh yeah, because it was written in her journal. I'm sorry, that was two weeks ago, so I don't have it here. Uh, and so she, uh, she finds the town Bloodstone in South Dakota in Richard's Atlas. And the page is covered with marginalia in Richard's hand. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that one was a little bumpy. I thought I interrupted you there for a second. No, no. Yeah, and by the way, we got the AI to make an awesome image of Joe's drawing in that journal. And if anybody oh, wants it, yeah. email me and I'll send it out to you because it God, came out so good. really good. It's so good. I actually showed it it's in a work meeting in today. Emily's memory as well as Joe's. Mm -hmm. That poor child. So and good. Rick joins us in his plaid cultist outfit today. So. <laughs> plaid cultist, that's pretty good. He's when you're feeling like you want to sacrifice, but you want to do it stylishly, come on down to Cthulhu plaid. All right. All right, we're going to mute Rick again, and uh, we're just going to move right on from that. Uh, who wants to get us started? I think Rick does. Yeah, I was going to say, can we please just we far more can we get the train wreck started? That is so bad. Can we get the train wreck started? We, if we're starting we at the gas it? station, that also means we get to hear Eddie get uh, berated. Okay, so so let me, let me start with Eddie. <clears throat> And we're going to roll back about 30 to 45 seconds uh, from where we ended so that we can oh, get Eddie in the Oh, my God. I just here. remember where we ended. Yeah. Shit. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie, you've, been, you've spent the last, I, I don't know, hour. So y'all you arrived at the gas station with Buddy. And when you did... Uh, your uh, officer or agent Smithson, 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 Smith Smithson, uh, was there, and you immediately started getting reamed out by him. I mean, torn one end from the other, and um, in the midst of this, he pulls you aside, and I think I adequately uh, gave the Eddie rebuttal, but uh, agent Agent Smithson was just laying into you that you're uh, at risk of being arrested at this point for your actions. While this is going on, the gas station was filling up with military vehicles and Buddy had slipped off to start helping remove canisters from, you remember that underground place off to the side? Yeah. So Buddy had, had slipped off and uh, make a spot hidden rule for me. We'll see how much of what's going on you notice because you're getting quite the tongue lashing and not the kind that, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad everyone was muted when I said that. I kind of figured I was setting myself up for some problems. Uh, I got it. Just okay. 
And so uh, you had noticed from time to time uh, you were kind of looking around as all this action was happening because army personnel are starting to fill in and remove things from the gas station. Uh, there's, of course, they're photographing the body. And uh, you had noticed Buddy disappear underground a couple times to retrieve canisters. And about this time, a truck had pulled up and you you caught out of the side of your eye a uh, probably a local farmer or rancher had jumped out of that truck. And I mean, Agent Smithson has really like let you know that you you've just almost exceeded all of his leverage uh, with the army here. And this guy. You did notice, though, out of the side of your eye that uh, he's really trying to talk this uh, army personnel into something. And about that time, uh, you haven't seen Buddy in a while, and there's a huge bang and an eruption of a dust cloud uh, from beyond the underground entrance. Uh, all right, so... Uh... Right, enough just... it like knocks you like into agent smithson right like smithson. It's, it's yes it not it, it's like very forceful yeah okay. and, and your lips touch when <laughs> <laughs> there's more of that where that came from you just let me go <laughs> uh so so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say look i am sorry i am sorry if you think i've exceeded i'm sorry if you think i've gone beyond the parameters I don't think I have. I respect you. You're a good man. I am not trying to break any more rules here. I know a couple of things. Something bad just happened to to I'm working with someone really good named Buddy. You know that Jimmy is missing. My partner is missing. There's something rotten going on in this town. And when some guy takes a shot at me, I got to do something back. I don't know. I don't when when the things I going on in this town are happening. I don't know how to stay inside the rules. I can't call her in the lines on this one. So you can stop me if you want, but a lot of people got dead and there's even more that are going to get dead if you don't let me do my job. And I mean, people are rushing past you and he says, Eddie, can you just shut up? We got to go help these people. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, I get arrested. I'm not going to be fucking happy about it. And I'm going to go running and I'm like, buddy, buddy. And I'll start walking over and looking and but do I see the same gas? Like with, with the do I have a sense that it's that gas? That... Uh, so all right, uh make another spot hidden here. And Rick, we decided that Sam wasn't able to see the gas. Is that correct? Yeah, initially. I missed. Okay, so uh no, there's just a ton of rubble. There's all these officers scream or all these uh, uh servicemen screaming for help um they're pulling rubble out uh obviously there were people underground when this explosion happened and it's caused a cave-in uh, uh in the entrance okay and i'm calling did i see buddy in there or did because i just the last i knew buddy was helping right so i'm not all right so I'm going to start calling out to the guys in the army. Have you seen Buddy? He's one of the MPs. He was helping help. out. Hey, just get your ass in here and help us dig. Come on. Come on. We got men under there. All right. I'm, I'll start pulling, but I'm calling Buddy. 
buddy. And for the record, they, they all they would know him as Francis if they've paid any attention to him at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll just I'll be sort of digging away. And again, as I'm throwing stuff, I'm looking around and I'm screaming, buddy. So, okay. But otherwise, I, I'll just keep lifting and, and hauling and moving stuff as much as I can. Okay. Sam, what are you doing? Well, I, I after I heard that explosion, I was moving towards the explosion. Uh, my battle instincts kicked in. A little bit of shell shock, but I'm fighting through it in order to do a little first aid, patching up anyone who may need a little tending to. Can you make a pal roll for me? Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's a one. A 100? No. I, well, it's a one and two zeros. Oh, man. Wow. All right. Uh, right? So, that's a one, not a 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's full. <laughs> that's so you go, into, you go into like... It's like basic... the best thing you can roll, right? Like the very best thing you can possibly roll? Let me just confirm that. It's pretty good. It's pretty it's good. Such a schmuck. It's not... I mean, you know, it's all right. I mean, it could have been a zero. <laughs> uh, you only take 10 points of sand been damage. How's that? Is that better? Like, yeah, is, that, is that is that what you were wanting? That's all right. Sam enjoys it. Okay. Uh... So you kind of go into battle mode then, right? In terms of you think back to the war and uh, you think of this as the gauntlet and you just go straight into that mode where you're like, got to work, got to even like with your aging body uh, and the pain that you're in. Remember, you're quite sore after trying to run over Betty Lou and uh, emotionally and physically. And uh, you're running in there, really trying to like pull out rubble, and you, you get engaged with this process. Hmm. Okay. So I, I'm digging through it. Then I'm trying to listen out for sounds, and I'm trying to hear who I can. And not for nothing, but you would hear, buddy, buddy. All right, buddy. For for you, make a listen roll. Okay. And I. Uh, it doesn't look like it's gonna. Be no, that's a fail. Okay, I, I mean, I would imagine. So, yep. do you have ringing in your ears? Yeah. Uh, you're coughing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a ton of pressure on your chest and your legs, and uh, but you feel really at ease. Okay. Um, it, that's but you can't. A good side. <laughs> but you can't. Good. <laughs> you can't hear anything. And, uh, it, sorry, you can't hear any of their voices. Mm -hmm. Let me rephrase. Um, but you hear this voice and it says, um, it, it's a child's voice. And it says, Eddie, I, I never told you thank you. Buddy. Sorry. Uh, buddy, uh, I, I never told you thank you. Uh, Okay, you're welcome. Uh, who are you? And you're coughing through that, right? Like you're, oh, okay. the, like the air is full of dust. And... <laughs> who who are you? Oh, oh, I was. You don't remember me? Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't think so. I I I can't see you. Where 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 are you? Oh oh, I'm I'm right here. I'm right next to you. But you know, I just I never I. I never realized how much it meant to me when um when those guys uh they kept beating me up but you always stood up for me and I remember you got your face kicked in that time 
Do I do I remember this? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what what are you what are you doing here? Oh, I, you know, I I just uh, it's just one of those moments where I was like, man, Eddie made a really big difference for me, and I I Buddy. never took the time to Jesus. <laughs> Man, Eddie gets credit for everything in this. I know. And tequila are obviously making a difference for you. <laughs> uh, wow, uh, buddy, I, uh, I just, you know, I realized that I never, I never said thank you to you for for standing up for me and getting your ass kicked for me. Well, you, you, you didn't have to thank me. It's just the right thing to do. But what, what are you doing here? Well, are, are we I, still in the in the cave? I mean, you're in a pretty pretty bad position, buddy. I gotta be honest. Oh, what 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 happened? Am I? Did I die? Oh, does it feel like you're dead? I mean, you could be dead. I mean, I, it doesn't hurt much, so I don't know. And that might be bad, though. Are you alive? So I, I want you to take a minute, describe who this kid is and what you did for him. And if you need a minute, we can cut over for a second too. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I think that would be um, uh, Jimmy, James. Um, and he was probably about eight and I was probably about 11. Okay. Um, and, it, you know, he was getting bullied um, by some kids who were probably a little younger than me, like in between. Um, and, it, you know, Buddy would stand up for anybody and... <laughs> was just terrible at it. Um uh, so yeah, he he probably, you know, witnessed this this kid getting his lunch money taken and, you know, jumped in and tried to stop it and wound up, you know, the little kid ran away and Buddy took the brunt of it. Okay. And how so how does it make Buddy feel to talk to this kid right now? Um validated. Uh you know, he was always shunned and uh, you know, ostracized as a kid. Um uh, he was beat up a lot. Um, so, you know, he always, he knew he was doing the right thing, but he never got anything good for it. You know, his parents kind of gave him a hard time for getting beat up again and, um, you know, it certainly didn't help him at all. Um, so yeah, it would feel validating. Okay. And, and so then when, uh, the, the last thing he says to buddy is he goes, you know, when you get out of here, you should really follow me. Oh, okay. Um, but Jimmy, are you even here? Am, am, do we have we decided if I'm dead yet? And then things just go black for you for a little bit. We're not incapacitating you, but yep. for this moment, things sure. go black. Uh, tell me what's going on on the top, Sam and Eddie. How, so how far have we? So we've been digging for a good few minutes at least, if not longer. Right. So how far down are we? Am I the point? And I would know, you know, not for nothing, but I would position myself to be pulling out the rubble is close to the entrance that I know because I've obviously been in sure. and around. So well, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm at the door to the extent possible trying to get inside. And and sorry, I should have clarified. So uh, there were only like a few pieces of major rubble that had collapsed in the entrance. So pretty quickly you're down underground. Oh, as soon as I can. Yeah, and I'm calling for people to come with me. Like is, is Sam sure, near me? There, there's a lot of there's a lot of other army personnel that the the air is heavy 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 with dust though it's incredibly hard to breathe 
um, you know, they're, they're trying to get uh, flashlights down there for y'all. Um, but this is a pretty, I, I don't want to go so far to say toxic atmosphere, but it's certainly uh, a, a difficult one to operate in. And sure. so I'd wrap my, I'd wrap like my coat around my face, right? Like I'd wrap something around my face to hopefully filter a little bit. And if I see someone like Sam, like a sort of someone that seems like they, they know what they're doing, but they're not one of the guys that's been yelling at me and they're not army. And I see him helping. I'm going to be like, Hey pal, can you come help me out a little bit? Okay. And, and yeah, there's guys like coughing and gasping all around y'all. So, and, and what I, think we'll do is we'll kind of leave this chaotic scene and swap over to joe and sister b and possibly pappy but we'll see on that so before you leave so am i getting help from sam can we can we sort of tie off with me saying that to sam about him helping me out yeah yeah, yeah. so the, that's a yeah sorry that's a great point right uh I, I, sam's doing something no and, and sam would obviously rick is, rick is air drumming I'm yes. drumming with with a heavy laden smoke on the air. Uh, he's gonna wrap up himself. He don't want to inhale nothing. He doesn't see any particular smoke that would make him fearful to run away. But 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 the air of this he is still a bit triggering, and so he'll uh, cover up and try not to inhale okay. too much particulates. Yeah, that makes sense. That and he totally would see he's got like coats or whatever. And I would see so, Eddie so call in, and I would join him and help him out. Yeah, so in this moment, Eddie, right, in the dense, dusty atmosphere, right, all of a sudden there's this rancher right next to you. Oddly. Ah, ah. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, so then <laughs> maybe as you're leaving the scene, like, I, I'm sort of grabbing onto Sam, and, and, like, I'm like, all right, let's go. We got to go get my buddy in there, and I'm sort of heading down in. Okay. All right, you little gerbil. Let's go get your friend. Okay, we're good. Do you just call Buddy a gerbil? I don't understand. Called Eddie a gerbil. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Burning it up to eleven tonight, huh, Rick? (laughs) All right. So uh, we'll switch over to Sister B and Joe and Pappy. Uh, Actually, maybe let me check in with Pappy for a second and tell him what's been going on here <laughs> or, or happy where you've been okay cuz we've uh last episode we kind of we went through what Joe and sister B we went through their night and into the morning so pappy let's talk about what you've been up to the main thing i wanted to do was uh read as much of the book as possible to have a a sense of uh what's going on there okay and so most of this book is in code, um, but it's a code that you know uh, uh, from the order. And there's a tremendous amount of information about what Richard was researching. Um, it, it's going to take more time for you to put it all together. Uh, but he's been tracking supplies that uh, or at least shipments that have been received uh, into the the research facility there as well as it, he has a pretty keen idea that 
there's some sort of medical experiments going on there. And uh, those medical experiments are leading to altered humans. Um, his belief is that they have a um, uh, some sort of psychic or telekinetic power um, through what you're reading. He's unsure about that, though. And um, it, in along with that, uh, he believes that there's a parallel event going on, not related to this fi facility, but through uh, his his travels uh, that he was about to embark on to try and find more information about. And uh, his destination for that was back um, towards Bloodstone. And as you oh. read... As you spend more time with the book, we'll have like more evidence come up, but that's the gist of kind of what what he's transcribed in this book. Okay, then yeah, I definitely know I should uh, stay here longer and uh, you know really determine what's going on. Okay. All right, Joe and Sister B, where are you at? Because I assume Pappy, right? Like you've. Uh, are you going to stay there and read, or are you thinking you're going to come out this morning? Um. Yeah, I better uh, I better pop out see how how everyone's doing. Yeah, this is this is kind of earth shattering information because from what you can tell, like he's touching on these other events. Um, he he was able to visit the site, uh, uh, uh but like. This is probably where you would close up the book. He was able to visit the site that you were in uh, in that yeah. flashback. And uh, obviously, given my background, I don't doubt a word of uh, what's been written. Right. He was able to get to visit the site that who was in in a flashback? Uh, that Pappy was in. Is that a flashback? We. Yep. Yeah, like his yep. backstory one? Uh... Where, oh, when yeah, he went down the hole? He, he went okay. to, yeah. Yep, yep. That site. Okay. Yeah. Richard was there. Yeah, that's why my eyes went all big. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Hmm. So are we following Pappy or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's Joe okay. and Sister B are up right now. Okay. Ah. Where, where did we end up? In, we're still so, in the house. Yeah, you had no. just looked at um, Richard's body and taken some samples. And yeah. I had uh, told you about this crazy vision that I had and found the place was actually like a real town founded in Richard's Atlas. Right. And I was talking oh, right. about my journal. And you wanted to see my journal. And that's where we ended. Oh, Yeah crazy journal yeah i remember like things that happened like it fell on the floor and it was open and you saw it uh smudged instead of like originally you saw it very clear and then you saw right. it smudged yeah. and then it was smudged so yes this 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 sketchbook it seems to be haunted and then uh so i'll say to joe i said did this this is um betty lou did she have anything to do with this sketchbook that you have here it's it is very no, spooky this is just my book from I actually didn't have it for years and years, but I was just able to get it back. I should clarify, I have a sketchbook and there's the creepy yeah. journal and they're two different things. Yeah. So I sketched the face in my sketchbook that I 
got back from my house when I mm. went with Sam. Not that Sister B would know any of that, but I'm just clarifying for you, Wayne, because there mm -hmm. are two books and it's a little confusing. Okay, yeah. So this face is in, this is, this is my sketchbook from when I was a kid and, and I just kind of flip, flip through the pages, mm -hmm. you know, and you can see that there are just lots of maybe sketches of animals or things that I might've found in the woods or people that I knew I would just, I would draw sometimes, but, um, I don't know why. No, sister. Um, oh, that's what you asked me. No, Betty Lou, why would you ask about her? Well, it seems like the, these these books that you have do some of the the same thing she was doing. These visions and <gasps> they they give you things that you see. And she did that. She did oh things goodness, to me and you. You're right. I should talk to her. Maybe she could tell me about this vision and if it's a real thing and what it means. Oh, but it's maybe such a good be, idea. But perhaps be careful. Did she want? Did she ever ask you that she wanted to see this uh, sketchbook and journal of yours? Maybe she's looking for them. Did she ever see them? I no, said, no, it's no. Oh, I'm wondering if she but is. She someone... told me I could come and see her. Well, sometimes these invitations that people make are not always a good thing. She is offering you candy, but maybe she has poison. So perhaps she is wants to see this sketchbook in this journal, I think. Maybe she senses uh, that you have them or she has some information. I'm I'm wondering if there's some sort of strange strange connections between her and what these books do and what she can do. It's it's becoming very odd that so many things like this are happening around us don't you think there are so many connections the book i have to figure out how everything fits together yes the book shows one thing and then it shows another it's mary lou she seems to be able to show us one thing and then we sense another i, I think maybe they are connected so we should be careful in what we show her and we should find out if she wants to see them maybe not show them if she is I too eager and Sister B, as you're talking to Joe, Joe's really erratic. Her pupils are, are almost vibrating back mm. and forth, left to right. And you can you can the anxiety coming off of Joe and the palpable. Late, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh wonderful. In that case, uh I will Joe will just mid conversation or as Sister B is saying this about Betty Lou, run back to the study. And if there is any loose paper that I can grab, I would just like to grab something else um, that I could write on. Yeah, is that's, I mean, that's, okay. yeah, yeah, we don't And I'm just to... going to run down to the basement and Joe is going to embark on this sort of, I'm envisioning like one of those confusing investigator boards with all sorts of different pictures and connections and things. but. She wanted the paper because she didn't want to rip up her sketchbook. Okay. And she's just going to, depending on how much time she has, just start making notes and laying things out around the room. And she has the sketchbook open to the picture of the girl. And she has the journal open to the bloodstone page. And she's just, she's just madly scribbling. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to take that moment to intercept uh, Sister B because I wanted to uh, be alone with her. I just have one quick question: uh, Who uh, who wrote the book? Who wrote which book? I'm sorry. The book that I have. Uh, mm -hmm. Richard. Oh, Richard knew the code. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, so, okay. so Richard, right? Richard had kind of created this hiding spot, and he was using. You, you you would get the the sense that he was using his position to attempt to intercept what was going on at the base and so find uh, it. He was essentially. So my my understanding would be then that he's an agent from another nexus. Correct. There's no yep. yeah. There's no reason why he would know the code otherwise. Right. Yep. Okay, uh, sister, I've got uh, something important to tell you about your brother, uh, Richard. Oh. There's so many things coming up in just the last few days about him. What what could be, what could be very important? Perhaps that he is uh, well, still the, alive. The most uh, the most stunning to me is that uh, he was a member of uh, of my uh, order. I found a journal that he's uh, written in copious copious writing, none of which you can understand because it's written in a code only the members of my order uh, can write and read. But uh, there is something much stranger going on here than uh, I anticipated. In fact, I don't know that I've ever in my career uh, encountered anything that goes uh, this far off the rails. And I quickly fill him in on uh, the stuff you told me about uh, Richard watching the shipments come in, but mostly about mm -hmm. his belief and uh, uh, that uh, they were... Uh, experimenting on human beings and creating hybrid human beings that had uh, he, uh, he his inclination was that they had uh, psychic uh, developed psychic abilities huh so I will ask the keeper this uh, in in correspondence with Richard uh, Richard and sister B when they were little uh, um, sister B was older but she taught him codes and how to write and they would write letters back and forth with codes backwards when they were younger you know put them in a mirror and things like that did she ever receive a letter from richard in intimating any odd information like this i would, would you know maybe not uh, detailed but just hinting at things no i the only thing that Sister B would have noticed kind of with her keen observation is distance between communications. But that could have been attributed both to, you know, to means of communication at that time. Mm -hmm. um, and and maybe uh, times of erratic communication where you would have asked him questions and the replies would have been a bit off. Mm. Um, but never alluding in any way whatsoever to what Pappy is suggesting. Okay. Yes. And so I would it says, Mr. Pappy, uh, my, my brother, had, he would tell me many, many things, but this is, this he never told me. I, I do not know this information, but. Uh, nor, nor would you, in order to become a member of my order, uh, one has to completely cut ties with one's family. Oh, so it, it would put them in jeopardy to uh, have any connections. So you believe my brother was actually a member of this organization or just seemed to there's know a, there's the language? No, no, there's no other explanation. There's no way an outsider could uh, hmm. know our code, nor would it be uh, shared with anyone because there'd be you break ties with everyone. There's no one to share with except the other members of the order. Now I ask you, Mr. Pappy, you have this information from uh, my brother Richard that says uh, they're working on some sort of special people that they make. And then we meet this uh, Betty Lou, and she seems to be a special person. Do you think perhaps she is 
somehow one of these creatures that was made in in this factory of people i don't i don't know i can't uh, uh i could hazard a guess but uh i can't imagine why they would let her out if she was uh part of these you know experiments they were doing oh. why she would be uh out in the maybe, wild so to speak maybe she uh maybe she was not let out maybe she is secretly out and hmm Maybe I... she's the uh, the quote unquote dogs that they keep uh, chasing after. I think this. Wait could a minute! Be. Did that coincide with <clears throat> her being out and the search for the dogs? I don't remember Keeper. Did that coincide? Oh my goodness! You know, Mister Pappy, I I think we are stumbling upon something very big. That this this facility that makes these beings and this Betty Lou. Now, what is your uh, sense inside with this information you have that this Betty Lou is genuine and is helping us, or is this Betty Lou some sort of very wicked creature that is leading us astray through our doom? Perhaps well, if she I've, escaped, uh, I've encountered uh, many psychics uh, in my career. Uh, in that out, out of all the strange things I have encountered, uh, psychic ability is, is pretty run-of-the-mill and uh, generic. Uh, but uh, it's a low-grade uh, psychic ability. Uh, what they're describing here is something uh, altogether different beyond uh, any human ability that I've ever encountered. Hmm. And then... Okay. Wait, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold the conversation right there because that's a I think that's a good point, and we'll um, we'll take a quick break on that moment, and then we'll jump right back in. Okay, sounds good. We will take five or ten minutes and see everybody in a few. We are back from break, Michael. Back to you. Okay, so Sam and Eddie are furiously digging. Sam with no like real reason except for um what happened in the past and and Sam you're digging and you have this moment make a sand roll I gotta see how how much this affects you uh, let's see 56 what do I got I got 57 ah <laughs> uh, God bless you all right uh let's see let's see how oh man i love that six-sided die let me tell you all right uh you take five points of sanity damage five I yeah it. yeah five? you made it yeah i had 50 i got it 56 i have a 57 score oh i thought, I thought you it was said the other way roll. around yeah, you said the other way around what do we no, think he, he didn't actually he... say the other way around Re oh red flag replay just for I, the record. You got to re-roll. Emily heard it? <laughs> I don't... It's, we are, record the show! He rolled a 56. <laughs> he looked at his sheet. He said, oh, I have a 57. And I went... No, I, that's what happened. I what heard happened? I rolled a 57 and I had he a 56. He rolled a 56. No, I, I said I, I rolled I think a 56. We, we just need a re-roll. Just give a re-roll. Don't make him re-roll yeah. because he rolled a 56 and then you're going to go back later and watch it. I trust uh, I trust Emily. Me too. Well, my experience was uh, the same as yours. All right. I, 36. I, thought, I thought he muffed it. Okay. There, there, <laughs> there you don't trust your record keeper is what it comes down to. Wow. Your lore keeper. Like, what am I good for? I said I trust you. 
Thank we you, tr- Chris. I we know. trust you, but I think we all heard differently. All right. Well, so we- you know what? Our audience will hear who's right. Uh, this will this will be good. We will too. I I, I believe uh, Emily over myself. So. I, I, I don't because wow, she's that's killed. an incredible power, Emily. Could <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm just I, a fucking would, idiot. So I, Emily could just <laughs> gaslight the shit out of all right. of us. Emily's killed that. me in way too many board games for me oh, to ever that ever. again. <laughs> <laughs> let's, all right let's, let's go get so off the cross again, we need the wood it. okay got it twice okay oh, wow <laughs> wow it's oh, gonna be a good, right. good last hour yeah. yeah okay only take two points of sand damage as yeah. you're digging through the rubble <laughs> and you see you see soldiers caught in barbed wire uh screaming for you help me oh i'm i'm caught oh i um and there's there's dust wow. right there's dust coming up around you but in this vision uh, like you're furiously spurned on by this image of men caught in mustard gas in barbed wire and i treat it as such so i i take like a, a cloth or whatever i have a handkerchief and I put it over their mouth, right over their nose, because I'm trying to help them not breathe in this gas. And, and Eddie, not... you're seeing this, right? So whatever he's describing, you're seeing him pulling cloth out of his pocket and basically putting it over the rocks. Uh, and he's almost stopped digging at this point. And I, I think it would probably like... And I'm yelling. I'm, 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 okay. I'm vocalizing at... Whatever this is, if it's a person or if it's rocks, I, I mean, I'm yelling as if I'm actually. In ah, the it fucking yeah. hurts, man. God. We're going to get you, son. We're going to get you. You're going to make it home. And I, and I got the handkerchief over and I'm trying to dig around and I'm like, where you hurt? Where you hurt? And, I, and I'm and i trying to tie off and rip my own clothes to get sort of stripped so I can make tourniquets. And I'm and I'm looking and I'm trying to like wrap it around what I presume would be maybe a limb of some an arm or leg. And I don't know what the hell Eddie's seeing. Maybe it. But, but I'm like, well, so yeah. really quickly, what I'm wondering is because I remember the gas that we saw, I'm wondering if it's some kind of a hallucinogenic gas. You got to make an intelligence roll on that, I think, because just in the moment of everything happening, I think to make these links, I, okay, I, you, I, I got a hard success. OK, so perfect. That's fine. I, I think that's fine, except as you're looking at him and observing this, you uh, you, you see Patty off to the side, and she's saying to you, yeah. "She's she's looking at you, and visibly bleeding out of these wounds." And she's saying to you, "You gotta plug me up, Eddie, Eddie." Oh fuck, oh. Patty, Patty, you're not real. I saw you dead. I saw you dead. You're not fucking real. What the hell oh. is this place? Oh, sa- save me, Eddie. Eddie, Patty, you gotta... I could Patty, I tried to save you. I couldn't save you. They fucking gunned you down. I can't help. If I don't save Buddy, same thing's gonna happen. He's gonna get dead like you got dead. And and as you say, as you say gunned you down, like more holes open up in her and blood just starts like pouring out on the floor. You can feel your, your feet in sticky puddles of blood. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, as long as you let me keep going with the twenty six, I'm I'm in this duality. Of yeah, I intellectually know yeah. she's dead, and yep. I'm still in the experience of it. So I'm yeah. like, Patty, you're dead, and you're not really getting more bullet holes in you. They were five. You're showing me seven. I know this isn't real. I can't take this shit. How do I get the buddy if I got to worry about saving you a second time? I already failed you. You're going to make me fail him too? What? Where were you for me, Eddie? I was following you in. How do I? You were the lead. You told me to wait. I followed you in. I did what you told me to. Where were you, I never Eddie? Let, I never let my partner go in the first anymore. If I can help it, I, it, I, I'm trying to find another partner. I can't take this anymore. I get these partners and they get dead on me. Okay, make a sand roll on that note then. This is this could be this is tense. Okay. Uh all right. You're gonna take four points of damage there then. Ooh. And you're all of a sudden spurned on by this. And your arms take over in a way that aren't your own. And you're no longer moving rocks and like passing them off. You're clawing. And you're clawing to the extent that uh, your your fingernail on your index finger pops off, right? Like it catches on something oh. and just like, <laughs> I, I, I won't do too much more no. to you. But, no, uh, that's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's kind of the rate at which you're clawing at this rubble. And, and I'd be screaming, and I'm screaming like sort of again, there's a sort of two things. I'm like, oh, God, Patty, don't do that to me, Patty. And then I'm like, eh, buddy, buddy. Uh, buddy, make a listen roll on that. Let's see how. Whoop, I just knocked my computer. There we are. That is a success. Uh, buddy, you were in this kind of deep vision about Jimmy and then. Uh, then everything went black, and now all of a sudden, in there's this high pitched ringing, and through the high pitched ringing, you hear your name. Is that you, Jimmy? Are you back? Are are we? Are we? Do we know if we're dead yet? And all you hear again, right, is. Does that come through? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy, and there's no response, and then your lungs kind of fill with dust and particulate again. Uh, a, a big cough mm-hmm. um, as you're stuck there, but uh, you, um, uh, yeah, and we'll yeah. we'll stick. Yeah, that's there. why I wasn't yelling. I figured yeah. he, he was not able to yell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <clears throat> wouldn't make sense. Uh, you could try to yell, and like not much would come if, out. Yeah, I don't know if he would actually. Yeah, I don't think at that moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I gotta ask throughout this frenzy, am I getting closer? And I and you know, not for nothing, but I'd also every every little bit of time, I'd be like, "Come on, help me dig, help me dig, come on! It's not real. Stop looking at the thing. It's not real. Those aren't people. Help me dig." And the the problem for both, uh, well, Sam, you pastors, uh, this Sam, you're. You're covering it up, but you're still digging because this um, 
this vision is just so real, right? And uh, you can respond. I mean, y'all respond to each other. Eddie's talking to you. Yeah. So, so you gotta you gotta help me here. We got we got young boys. They're not gonna make it home to see their mama. Uh, we, we gotta we gotta dig them out. I don't know what's going on. I, uh, stay with me, kid. And I'm like slapping uh, I can, whoever I see their face. And I, you said I rock. saw I saw you slapping the rock and like touching the rock and putting. And I'm so what I'm going to say to you because I don't see your your thing your hallucination is I'm going to say, look, I'm seeing my dead partner right now. She's trying to talk to me. She's been gone a long time. There's something in the air. There's a gas or something that we saw earlier. It's making us see things that aren't there. If you keep trying to save a dead rock, you're going to let a living guy die. All right, you got to ignore the things that aren't real. Come help me with the stuff that is. We got to save the living. We can't save the dead. You're giving up on them. They're not dead just yet. And uh, I'll, I'll try and take like the rocks itself as if I'm trying to drag them towards him, if that makes sense. And okay. Does that create a discrepancy in my mind? Do you know what I'm saying? If I've dug it out, if I'm trying to like grab it. And it just now like the head because I'm just holding like a single rock covered with a cloth. Right. Like, like I, I think it. I think it creates a discrepancy in my head. But um, <laughs> what do you? What do you? So you're holding what you think is a head? No, no. Like I'm trying to drag the kid out, who I think is a kid. Right, pull them okay. out. But oh, presum okay. But presumably, all yeah, I yeah. would grab is not a body. Right, I'm going to grab just like a sure. rock. That yeah, yeah, yeah. No, on. that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. At, at which point, I would probably look and see that I'm holding. A head or a rock? I, I don't know what Sam would see at this. Would yeah, that be another I, role. No, I I think at this. I mean, he. I I think at this point, like you'd get it out, and like you'd have flashes that you're holding a rock, and Eddie yelling at you, being like, you know, you're you know, you're holding a rock. I think some of that. You would also have this. What's complicating the whole thing, though, is like they just rescued one guy behind you, and they're pulling him out, and so that kind of has that trench front lines feel yeah. to it, right, of sure. this body coming out behind you. So I look at this with the cloth on the rock, and it's sort of that, like, you're glassy-eyed for a minute, right? It's like things are sort of coming into focus, and I'm just a little dizzy. And I look up, and I see this guy, Eddie. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'll say, tell me what your name is, buddy. Tell me what your name is. And in my mind, it would be sort of that, like, like muffled Charlie Brown sort of voice coming from him. Like I'm in the middle of right, like, you know, you know, I just had sort of a shell shock moment. I look at him and I look at the rock and I, I'll just set the rock down. Yeah. I drop it and take the cloth and sort of make my way over to Eddie and see if, are you pointing Eddie in a direction? Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm still, you know, depending how frenzied I am, but I'm still going into the space and I'm pulling rocks out of the way and I'm going to say, listen, pal, I know how hard this is. I know you're seeing dead bodies from your past. Just do your best to stay focused. We're looking for a living, breathing guy. His name is Buddy. And maybe there's other people down there with him. That's who we got to get to. All right. And he, he'll he misinterpret that slightly. And he'll just think you're saying you're, like, you're looking for your buddy. And I'll say, where's Buddy? Where's your buddy at? And I'm just like grabbing rocks at this point and I'm trying to dig it out. And and uh, uh, I don't know why I went to a like New York accent for a minute. It's um, me. Look at this. You. Oh, you're going to I'm going to convert God you. Fuck Texas. Oh, you're, coming, you're coming over to the New York side, baby. Stop. What's your accent? It's fucking. I don't do my accent well at all. And you really? Just... We hadn't noticed. <laughs> no, no. 
total shy spoiler oh, I, I didn't tell you that you almost got nominated for an any for worst accent yeah right hold on hold rachel went over okay well, uh, well rich, yeah yeah Andy. Eddie, well, we gotta get in here and get your buddy out. And I'm just digging in with my fingertips. Good man, you're a good guy. Let's keep digging. Just ignore right. the things that aren't real. And while while we track. all while we all make a sand roll for Sam's accent, we're gonna switch over to Joe. Can we, can we call it a Samity roll? We're gonna switch over to Joe. We're gonna mute Sam. Good. And then we're going to switch over to Joe, who has made her way. She's kind of wriggling out a basement window. Is that right? That's right. And making her way down the road. Yeah, down the long the, driveway, yeah. down the road. Presuming that I know the town well enough. I mean, we walked to Richard's house or did we drive? I don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know the town. Yeah, okay. yeah that's not going to be an issue. I'm headed for that ice cream shop because I need answers. I need to understand my visions. Okay. I need Betty Lou. All right. And anybody having a problem with us time dashing to the ice cream shop? Or do you all want to see what pitfalls befall Joe on the way to the ice cream shop? <laughs> pitfalls. No, just jump. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I vote pitfalls. I guess, uh, I guess we could check to see if uh, Pappy or her, uh, Sister B noticed she was gone. Yeah. You want to make a spot hidden, Sister yeah. B? Yeah. Just do simple as that. And the listen, I was going to say one of the two. Go down and find the mess I left in the basement. Uh, that is on a spot hidden, a success. How, and... uh, wait, what level is success? just a normal? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be enough then. So what you would do is uh, you would find, you would go down to the basement to find this whole scatter shop of images and yarn and things that joe has crafted to create these connections is that fair joe that's fair and uh but uh what you don't see is joe mm, and is i it, guess you it, would i guess you would see an open window that's so, what i was gonna say is a basement yeah. window open yeah it's not, not a don't see the sketchbook or the journal yeah so that's pretty easy to put together and we were talking about mary uh, betty lou and not showing it to her. So obviously, you know, that seed was in her. So uh, Sister B uh, will zip, o will run up, will run upstairs to uh, Pappy and go, oh, Pappy, it seems our, our, our younger friend uh, uh, Joe has left. And I believe she's on our way to see, uh, she has seen Betty Lou. We were just talking about this book and she has everything she needs to show Betty Lou this stuff. And maybe it will be good. Maybe it will be bad. Do you want to come with me? I can't uh, hear Pappy's you. Yeah, he commuted. <laughs> yeah, if this Betty Lou is one of the uh, modified uh, humans they've been experimenting on, then uh, yeah, we should definitely, definitely get there. Joe might uh, might be in trouble. We don't have a car, do we? No, uh, no, you don't. Uh, Joe, can you do me a favor? Do you have a D twenty handy? You want to roll that? Yeah, absolutely. Wait, that's not my D twenty. I one of the nice. one of the rare D twenties. Yeah. I know, right? I guess we could do it. Well, I roll. Do you want it? Yeah. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, and so that's in my mind how long of a time advantage we'll give Joe over uh, Sister B and Pappy. 
Does that sound okay. fair? Sounds about right to me, actually. Yeah. Okay. okay. And Joe's small and young and running. Okay. <laughs> Not like all out, but just kind of jogging. Yeah, and that makes sense because I think Sister View, if you're what time comfortable... of what time of day is it? It's morning, isn't it? Yeah, it's morning. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, we'll we'll set ourselves in the ice cream shop, and um, uh, I'm trying to think. It's morning, and. Uh, the ice cream shop's going to be closed. Oh. Well, I'm all frazzled and out of breath. And single-mindedly focused on finding Betty Lou. And um, I assume if I try the door, just the front door, it's locked. Uh, make a luck roll. Okay. Ah! Um, I rolled a ninety-seven. Okay. Uh, so you open the door and it's unlocked. Like you push on it and it oh. opens. Well, then I just run right inside and I uh, close the door behind me. And I'm trying to remember: Did she tell me like was she staying here? Or how did she know I was going to be here? I wonder. Maybe there are rooms upstairs. And, I'm and look as for you. A stairwell. I should say, as you open the door, a little bell ring, like a little jingle jingle, right? Like as it yeah, would. Yeah, of and uh, you um, you walk in and you're really not sure what to do. So you just take a seat at a table, right? Like imagine chrome chair, chrome, chrome rims on the tabletops. Uh, you know, like those round back chairs with the vinyl seats. Okay, so I you, can't you with me? look for stairs. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, not with that ninety-seven. I think that ninety-seven. Oh, yeah, that. yeah costs you a little. Yeah, okay. no. Okay, I didn't have my. Uh, I didn't have that much will. tequila. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you're sitting at the table and you're just kind of looking around, and Betty Lou shows up. Oh my goodness! I'm so glad you're here. Um, can I ask you some questions about visions? Well, well, sure you can. Okay. Um, now can, can, can I talk to you now? Well, I got to ask you, Joe, before you start asking me questions, do you want the truth? You, you seem to know about visions that the, the nun back at the house, she, said and and sam thought that you were giving them visions and i need to know what my vision means but joe the the problem is honey you're no longer who you are when i met you and if i show you the truth i'm afraid it will destroy you i'm the same person i just I just have a mission now. I have a, I have to save this girl. And I think I know where she is, but I don't know if it's true. And I just need your help. Who do you have to save, Joe? Well, I don't know her name, but, but she, and I'll, you know, root around in my bag and pull out okay. the sketchbook and I'll say, she looks like 
th- this is her. Okay. And Joe, what you're seeing is the girl, like just I to know. be clear. Um, it's a very, it's the, it's that really it's clear. Perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. And Betty Lou looks at you and she looks at the drawing and she looks back at you and she says, and where do you suppose she is, honey? Well, my journal told me she was in Bloodstone. It's a place. I found it. It's in South Dakota. And what do you think you're going to do there, honey? Well, I have to help her. I mean, she's like, she's just a kid. She's younger than me. It looks like she doesn't eat. It looks like she doesn't sleep. She, I mean, look, she looks horrible. Chocolate or vanilla, honey? Uh, um, I don't know if I have time. Strawberry, then? But what if, okay, so you. And she goes, she goes behind the counter and she starts rooting around in a cooler and uh and and she's making a dish of ice cream now you touched my arm and then i saw a vision and maybe you did the same thing to 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 sister b and to sam cuz they talked about your visions and i just figured that maybe if you can give visions you could see my vision like i could show it to you in my head and then maybe i'd know what to do and she sits down across from you at this table and she takes a, a nibble of the vanilla ice cream and she's just savoring it. And she she looks at you and she says, I already know everything that you've seen, honey. Then why did you ask me about the girl? You're wasting time. I just need your help. Joe, would you like a bowl of ice cream? I don't think I can eat right now. Joe, honey. Are you going to help me or not? If I help you, it'll destroy you. I... I don't know. I just... I've been looking for something for so long. And then for a little while, I stopped. But now there's this, and it seems like it's related to everything else. And I just don't know what to do other than try to fix it. So tell me what you want to fix, Joe. It's it's a lot to explain, but there are just all of these things are connected. And I, I mean, if you know everything, I don't have to tell you everything, right? You know all the that- connections. I know everything you've seen, Joe, but I don't know what you want to fix. Tell me what you want to fix. The the girl needs my help. And I think she might be in this cave because of the stuff that people are doing. Like, what's in my journal? Joe, that girl is dead. No, she's not dead. She talked to me. She just talked to me last night. Joe, honey, that girl died a long time ago. All right, Sister B and Pappy, so to give you a moment, what are y'all doing? 
uh, making our way to uh, Betty Lou's uh, to town to the ice cream shop that we uh, think uh, Miss Joe would be going to, and, uh, and we we would do our best to uh, try to follow her trail that she would be going on if we saw anything in the distance because it is morning, maybe listening and such. Yeah, so you're not gonna you're not gonna catch up with her directly, right? As you mm-hmm. kind of make your way into town and make a luck roll, we'll see how quickly you kind of find the ice cream shop because you're both pretty new to town. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Papa, you want to make one? Uh, yeah, will, I, have, I have no idea where I'm going. This will, this will be the the advantage. We'll let you both roll on that. Nope. No. Okay. So it takes you um uh takes you an extra few minutes but eventually you kind of stumble onto it so her her head start turns to be a little more of a lead but okay uh, one other thing uh yeah sister Sister v has her suitcase and she also looks for her local pharmacy that she needs to go there Mm. okay uh the pharmacy i think would be open that early yeah and so she was looking for that as well Okay, uh, that'll just sure that'll just cost y'all more time, but yeah, the pharmacy's open, and you do we'll say you pass in front of that. Okay, and so, in the, and she goes, "Oh, Mister Pappy, we will make uh, Miss Joe. We cannot find her quite now. We will look, but uh, I need to stop in the pharmacy to make a, a request." Okay. And uh, Sister B will make her way in with her suitcase and go to pharmacy and back, and. Uh, she will uh, open suitcase and take out the little vial of uh, dried, dried blood and other matter, and say, "Oh, you are a pharmacy. You have many chemicals. I need to know this. There are some tests that you could do, and you are you are you are capable of doing them. To tell me what type this blood is, there's new tests that can do that. Perhaps you can do that for me." Um, it, what what kind of um. What kind of mm, test do you want me to <clears throat> to run? Oh, this uh, this is this is dried blood, and we need to see it if it was the same type that came from one of the the, the people that I know. It uh, it 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 just needs to be done so you could see what the uh, is it is a, a type of blood. Oh. It it is new science that is being done now in the in the, in war in for the types of blood and there's different ways to figure this out and uh, you are assigned people you should be able to do this. Yeah, well we um we we might uh, they might have that kind of technology on the base, but um well I I'm gonna I'd have to send off these samples for you, uh, sister. Oh, that that is fine. I I could pay I could pay you for that. That is no problem. Well, uh, of course, you'd have to pay me for it. And uh, Sister B opens uh, her suitcase just a little bit and pulls out a nice crisp, uh, some of her cash. And she, she hands she hands a nice crisp $20 bill and she just slides it over and, uh, oh, and you make you make it prompt and we get you a little bit more money, yes? Oh, you want our, uh, uh, the, the rush service. Uh, yeah, uh, we can do that for you, sister. I, I didn't understand the urgency which with you require this information. Oh, yes. The church needs it right away. They need to uh, figure out the situation. It is important. Well, well but, uh, but for the <clears throat> good of the church, I believe that uh, I, I'll get this. Well, I'll I'll personally bring this out to uh, Albuquerque and see what we can get going. 
Oh, I, I greatly appreciate that. My name is Sister B, and uh, I, I am uh, just getting into town, so I will stop it back in, in a day and a half and to see if this is done. It's morning now, and uh, afternoon, and uh, another day, I will stop by and see. And uh, he looks at you, and he says, uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll get right on this. In fact, I'll get in the car and start driving right now, but, uh, you know, it might take an extra <clears throat> $20. Oh, that is no problem. We will get your extra twenty dollars, and uh, and she will be happy to take out extra twenty dollars and uh, from her suitcase and says, "You you get extra twenty dollars, but you make sure you are here, or or you will be uh, in trouble with man upstairs." No. Nope. I don't want to be in trouble with any man upstairs. Thank you, sister. I'll uh, I'll get right on the road. Oh, so be... he he's packaging up. So what do you just? So I understand, like, what you want to take the dried sample and test it against mm -hmm. what? Uh, figure out uh, what blood type and such. I, I had uh, gotten from our, our, our local good source here, uh, Mr. Rick, we had apparently back then you could do some tests to figure out some uh, types and such like that okay. to be able to match it up with what was out there. And Sister B... We, we also have a technology that wasn't available to Rick's profession in that, that time period. <laughs> because of the facilities oh. yeah okay. uh, that's exactly what she's after she just wants to see okay. blood that she's matching it up and she actually gives the other vial as well to him and, and she says there's other vial of, of uh, material as well that was found I don't know what exactly what it is if you could do tests to figure out what it is it is organic material but I'm not quite sure what it is uh, I take small sample perhaps it is from animal I don't know Lore keeper for the record, I rolled a twelve when they when we get that analysis back in a day and a half. Oh, very so. nice. All right, Pappy, uh, anything you wanted to discuss or talk about here in this moment? Uh, no, I'm just getting a little antsy because Sister B is yeah uh, taking longer than that quick jaunt yep. in, and I'm afraid for the safety of uh, young Joe. Yeah, that perfectly makes sense. Okay. Uh, Joe is, let me underscore the serious nature of that cliffhanger there. All right. And then we'll go over to, uh, digging in the cave, Eddie and Sam, can I get luck rolls from each of you? Cause that's pretty much what this amounts to. <laughs> uh, yes, I made it. Eddie, you both made it. I got it. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> Buddy is relieved that but, you both made it. Yeah. Buddy, you hear, you hear Jimmy say, I gotta, I gotta go now, buddy. Oh, okay. Jimmy, am I, am I coming with you? No, no, I, I, I don't think so, but you should follow me when you get a chance. Okay, how, how do I do that if I don't see you? Well, I mean, buddy, you always knew how to follow me. I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I got to go, though, buddy. I got to go. Okay. And as as he's talking to buddy, uh, buddy, you feel your feet being grabbed. Uh, okay. Both of them, and uh, it's a it's a jolt because like 
uh, you're basically covered in debris, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so imagine the feeling of your shoes or your boots being grabbed, yeah, and being pulled, but you're also like have heavy material on top yeah. of you. Ah, don't pull me. And Eddie and Sam, you've each got a foot. All right, all right, little guy. No. On the count of three, we're gonna pull. No, ready? Gotta do this. You go that way. Me. I'll go this way. <laughs> <laughs> Make a wish. Hmm. Uh, so, really quickly, uh, do I see? Is he in a position where if we pull him, something could fall down and crush him further? I mean, it's a precarious situation, right? But you're also hallucinating. So I, I don't think you're going to give too much stock okay. in terms of like. Great. Um, but no, yeah. Sam's yanking. I tried. <laughs> I tried there, Eddie. You know what? To, to be to be fair, we'll, we'll do, an in, uh, do an intelligence role. This seems like an or a yeah, intelligence on. We're quiet as we await the result. Yeah. Um, Regular success. But he's yelling okay. stop. And so you you hear him yelling stop. You you see all the debris, but you're looking, you're kind of looking around as much as you can and kind of the dust and the light. And you you feel like you don't want to hurt him more. But it's but as you, stable as it's going to get. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm going to call out. I'm going to say, hold on, Sam, hold on, Sam. And I'm going to call it and I'm going to say, buddy, it's as stable as it's going to get. If we wait, it could get less stable. We either take a chance and we pull you now or it gets less stable and then things go even badder. I, I don't, I I don't think badder's, badder's the right word. Badder's, even, uh, badder's the best word I could come up with in this moment. So, so my you, buddy, what you, I'm you, understanding you, is that I'm stuck and that pulling isn't going to pull me out. It hurts. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it hurts. Yeah. Okay. It, I mean, it feels good because, like, well. He likes that? Is that what you're saying? Did we learn something today about Buddy? So, wait, we've got three legs in our hands. Is that what I understand right oh. now? <laughs> uh, pull. No, stop. Good. No, pull. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll for it's a whole, it's a whole new buddy Nettie show. <laughs> and Sam, <laughs> oh, wow! Now that he's perfectly lubricated, it'll just come shooting out. Oh wow! Okay, that's right. What's your safe word there, buddy? All right, so. I, I don't know. You should probably cover him in butter. That's happened before. That's right. We gotta butter this boy up. You know what I'm talking about. So yeah, I mean, see I up your I'm... RPG for establishing trust at the table in this episode <laughs> well, right, listen, Sam, Sam's in his own head so he's just he sees a young boy stuck so he's just yelling at Eddie, Eddie uh, son get your, get, get your hands on this fella we gotta rip him out he's gonna suffocate down there there's uh, something uh, wait there's something heavy and I, I mean and I'm, and I can't, I'm right, to pull. you gotta get and the stuff off to, first if he's starting to do that I'm gonna go and I'm gonna start trying to lift things off and if I have to I'm gonna get my back and try and lift up with my legs to give him room to get pulled out. Okay, so to to be, have a clear handle on the situation, Sam, you're pulling really hard. I'm Eddie, pulling. you're trying to clear as much rubble. And buddy, you're I'll, screaming. I'll, yeah, I'm screaming, and I'll try and push up so that I don't like get my face torn off. 
yeah. <laughs> when I get pulled out. And I'll, uh, I'll turn my head to the side and, you know. What do we... So that, yeah, I mean, I guess so that means that, you know, Buddy and I would be Sam, make a strength roll at the same time. Sam, say, make a strength roll. It seems like me and Eddie would be making a strength roll and uh, Buddy would be making a luck roll. Yeah, I think Let's that's see. where we're at. Uh, I got a solid 14. That is uh, extreme success. Well, okay, that's probably not good for Buddy. Uh, <laughs> Eddie, I, don't, I don't know why you're so excited about this, Rick. <laughs> Eddie, uh, make... I got a 15. Okay, okay, you, you got boy. a 15. And then, uh, Buddy, let's see what your luck roll is in all of this. It's a fail. That's okay. It's it's a 96. <gasps> <laughs> You can live without a face. Rick, Rick oh, just for the record, buddy. if you just killed Buddy, I'm really going to be upset with you. I know, Rick. Again. No. He's just going to be faceless. He's going to have to wear a cool half mask or something. It's going to be Phantom of the Barking ga Gasoline <laughs> Store. Fuck that. I, what? Right. Of the gas station. Phantom are, of the gas station. Nailed it. I, nailed it. I just want to be honest here. There were like... They both did like I, he may have overrolled his strength, but but Eddie compensated for it. There were five numbers you needed to not roll in this situation. It's your fucking dice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the one that you gave me. Yeah, they were rolling uh, fine for you a couple episodes. Yeah, ago. and apparently you have rigged them since. This just seems like such a perfect cliffhanger. I think so. I actually, you know what? That's a great point. Let's go right over. <laughs> let's go right back to Joe and Mary Lou. Thank you, Scott. Uh, I, I, and I, fuck I you, Rick. Want, I want Rick to have a week or two to stew in the consequences of his actions. No, I, I always finish. <laughs> oh. Oh. Bad touch. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, that, that's the sound it makes every time you exactly. finish <laughs> 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 my, my, my neighbors think I, I watch a lot of 70s game shows <laughs> <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Uh, that was was that like a bad dad joke, but like uncle joke? That was really bad, Rick. Okay, we need to get back into game face here because I, I mean, I honestly these are like some. Okay, let's go to Joe and Mary Lou or Betty Lou for a second. And Joe, Betty Lou looks at you, and she goes back around the counter. And uh, she's scooping ice cream. She's not talking to you. And she comes back and she puts this bowl of ice cream in front of you. And it's got vanilla and it's got some chocolate. It's got some strawberry in it. And she looks at you and she says, Joe, honey. I know all that you've seen and I know all that you haven't seen. And she pauses. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I, I know that you know. I don't know how you know, but I know. 
and I that's why I'm here because I feel like you can tell me what's going on this is just I don't I don't know okay okay here's so, the thing I'm a, I'm gonna give you a choice honey because well I think I should have had more choices in my life and I want to give you the choices that I hadn't had. But I don't want you to underestimate this choice, Joe, because you're, you're smart. You're very smart. And I can give you the truth, Joe. You can know the truth. You can know every single piece of the truth. But it will absolutely tear you in two. She goes, or I can give you peace of mind. And every day of your life, you can have a bowl of ice cream and love every single bite of it. And I have to tell you now, I have to know right now, what I want to do forever Joe, you're close. That book you hold is poison. It's absolutely poison in your brain. You don't have the time left that you think you do. And while I don't want you to choose, you have to choose. Because I, I can walk away right now, and you're not going to know the truth, and it's going to destroy you anyway. So I'll give you that option. And it's so crazy, but I believe that. I believe that you know, I don't know why, but I I think you know what I want to know, even though I don't know what that is. But I know that I spent so many years not knowing the truth. And you must know, if you know me, if you know my mind, you know that I thought that I was a pariah, that I could never go back, that I was responsible for such, and I was, I was responsible, but I thought everyone hated me. And then I found out the truth and it was better. Joe, I know this truth and it's not better. And I promise you, I'll make sure every day of your life you're taken care of and that this ice cream tastes as sweet as the first time you tasted it. But if you want the truth, I will give you the truth, Joe. But I guarantee you that the life you live after this table will not be one that anybody will envy. I lived without knowing and it was wrong and I was wrong. And I think I have to know anything that I can. I want the truth. Joe, it will destroy you. Do you understand that? You will know the truth and there will be no coming back from it. So side note, she is not actually able to grasp what it would be. I mean, she's a she's a teenager. 
to imagine her life actually just yeah i being over make an intelligence roll on that because because a it's a big moment and b i think i think in uh, what she's experienced that she would understand the magnitude of what's here okay okay um I missed it by one. In that case, maybe I'll just burn the luck. And so I, I think for Joe, the the line she stands on here is that I, I think her gut is going to tell her that this truth isn't a worldly truth or a universal truth. This is a personal truth. This is about her parents. Excuse me. And that um, she's really questioning if she wants to know it. If her gut tells her it's about her parents, I find it hard to imagine that she would choose not to know because that's the like that's the crux of everything the whole point that she just made about living her life not knowing the truth and then finding out that it was actually better than she thought and she'd made the wrong decision and essentially wasted her life like gave up her town all of her friends everything because she oh, didn't know the truth about her parents so that just seems like a really obvious path if i know uh- that it's a personal truth Okay, let me leave Joe with this for a minute and we'll switch to Sister B and Pappy for a second. But um, this is... She looks deep into Betty Lou's eyes. She trusts Betty Lou, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, she doesn't know why, but it's an overwhelming feeling of trust. She looks deep into Betty Lou's eyes. She trusts Betty Lou and there's a darkness to this. Like she understands that what Betty Lou is saying is no like superficial uh, foam pit, right? Like this is a big deal. Okay. And we'll leave it there. Sure. And we'll go to Pappy and Sister B kind of hurriedly running around town uh, trying to figure things out. And, uh, uh, oh, Mr. Pappy, did you notice uh, anything where an ice cream shop might be? We uh, seem to be uh, lost. It's not a big town, but uh, I can't, cr- I don't not know where this ice cream shop is. We, we, it's being, uh, never been over to this outside and never have ice cream shop time. Oh, can't hear you. There's a, oh. a, isn't that a building up there with an ice cream cone outside of it? I don't know. Make a luck roll. Let's see. <laughs> I love that. 33, I made it. All right. And and it is indeed. Um I, I need to like because of the time y'all spent at the pharmacist, kind of stretch this out a, a bit. So if there's any dialogue y'all want to have, like now would be the time to have it. Uh and we can pretend it's pre you noticing the building, but yeah, you're, like you're headed in the right direction, but no I need to the- buy a little bit more time for Joe and uh uh betty lou mm-hmm. 
Uh, the only thing we would have uh, discussed is that uh, we are uh, Betty Lou uh, informed me that I should watch out and uh, take care of Miss Joe. She is in a precarious place, and uh, I don't know this Betty Lou. At times she is, seems to be like you could trust her, and another times uh, you don't want to trust her at all. It is very very bad, and so uh, we should go and look for uh, our friend Joe if she has gone into the clutches of this woman, or perhaps this woman is a key for us to learn more about these, uh, perhaps these creatures that you have just learned about, these hybrid humans. I think you're right. Your brother's uh, journal hints at a, a power that uh, I've certainly never encountered before. Yeah, and the... uh, that magnitude of power can go either way. And especially if it's in a human mind, human minds are, certainly can be, as the war indicates, the two wars indicate can be uh, capricious. Oh, don't tell me. As a nun, I, I know this. There are people who act one way and then next day they are very different. Uh, so perhaps this woman is a little bit late like this. Maybe she is good, but uh, there's parts of her that are just misguided and uh, don't know what they are doing quite right. And so we should be on our very, very careful with that of her. We cannot trust her completely and fully. And I think uh, you have the wisdom of the age to know that. Yeah, and when we encounter her, we should definitely be as uh, gentle as uh, possible oh absolutely. we don't we don't know the extent of the power your brother only hints at it and we don't have any uh, grudge against her at this moment she has only been helpful to us and uh, so uh we will go into it yes yeah, so with that the mindset and uh, and a sense of uh, open arms and trust to her until she proves otherwise And okay. then, uh, Sister B will be settled that uh, she and Pappy are on the same page. Okay. Uh, Sam and Eddie and Buddy, are y'all okay ending on a cliffhanger if I go back to... All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, it feels Joe... like that's going to take a while to resolve. Yeah, okay. So I'd rather not rush it. Joe, well, then if we, we'll jump back to the table. What, what, was there something you wanted, Sister B? No, I'm just saying someone's legs being pulled off doesn't take very long. <laughs> oh, I thought it was his face. Too soon. I thought yeah. he was just kidding and pulling our leg. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> Joe, you're sitting across from Betty Lou, and she's really, like, it's odd because she's been so kind of stayed and poised and... Any of those adjectives that can just describe somebody as completely in control. And she's waiting on what you want. Keeper, can I just clarify something? Yeah. It really is clear to Joe that whatever secret Betty Lou is holding from her, whatever truth she would share, it's about Joe's past and her parents and her family. Are you, I mean, you're sticking you can, to that? You can, you can ask Betty. I think that's your gut. If you want to ask her that, okay. that's fine too. Like, I mean. That's true. I guess I could ask in-game instead of out-of-game. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. 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 Awesome. I'm asking for a truth, but I don't. And I know that you have one. But I, I don't know which, which truth it is. Are, is it about my family? Honey. 
It is only because I know you're seeking it, but it is not one that you want to see. I can guarantee you that. I can put your mind at ease. I can put it to rest. You don't have to toil over this. Like you would erase my memory? You would change my thoughts? How can you put my mind at ease? I don't know if I've ever been at ease my since I was a child. Joe, you're a, you're a good person. And and you deserve that. And I can give that to you. And I assure you that in that you will want for nothing. But then who would I be? I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even know myself. But Joe, the alternative is equal. You will not know yourself either by knowing the truth. I just think there are so many connections, and I'm afraid that... You should be, Joe. You should be. I can't let you change who I am. I... Are those my only choices? Could you just... You see her biting her lip, and she's she's actually quivering a bit. I just want to make things better. And you, you tell me this girl is dead, but she asked for my help. And I think it's related to not just to my parents, but to, to Cully's mentor. To, to There was this guy, Richard. I don't know if you knew Richard, but... Joe, look There's at me. There's so much sadness. Joe, look at me. There is. It's time for you to put your books on the table and walk away, honey. Put your books on the table. Look at me and tell me you want to walk away. I can't give up my life. It will kill you, Joe. Tell me or don't tell me, but I can't. I can't do this okay but you have to make this decision joe you have to make it now that book that book in your bag is going to destroy you and you uh, have a choice to make right now you can be destroyed by the truth or you can walk out of here but you have to make that choice that book is my only joe that book is the devil You are holding Satan close to your heart right now. That is the only way I can say it that you'll understand it. But you need to put those books on the table and tell me you want to walk away. Somebody in the book spoke to me. There are mysteries. There are clues. I understand all this, Joe, and I can't tell you how, but that those mysteries, they are not for you. They are for others to figure out. You have nothing left in this. It is killing you, Joe. Is there a role or do I just have to decide this as a player? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't think there's a role here. I think oh, you, no. you know your character. You have yeah. to decide. Show you want to end on this? 
Or you can make the choice. It's yours, Joe. Show me the truth. I think we end on that then. <laughs> oh. Okay. A couple of great uh, cliffhangers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow, that is going to do it for us tonight. <laughs> Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. Uh, and don't forget, check out our other show, Up Your RPG, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Michael's at Under the LIB. I'm at Tall and Nerdy. So for me, for Michael, for Emily, Chris and Wayne, Scott and Rick, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Come on, baby, back to Cthulhu. His tentacles are drawing you in. That little peaky mouth is going to eat you all year long. It's going to digest you. Come on into Cthulhu. Come on into Cthulhu. You know he's waiting there for you, baby. Mom's spaghetti. My Cthulhu is ready. I'm the wow. hip hopopotamus. My rhymes are bottomless. Call me Marianus because I'm going deep. Nobody can go as deep as art. No matter how hard I try, <laughs> I cannot get that deep. Oh, I'm so deep. I'm going deep tonight. In that Arthur Rothfuss sweet tone, you will bend to my will. Oh, hey, Art. How's it going, man? Good to see ya. It's going to be Phantom of the Barking ga Gasoline Store. Fuck that. You're going to... It's more... Um, um, we could actually... Y'all, we could have a really... We could... Yeah. Yeah. Planning on it.